1: Hello everybody and welcome to the Marble Sports Worldwide Podcast. My name is Brendan.
2: And I'm Commander Woof.
1: I decided not to do anything weird this time with the intro. I just <laughs> couldn't think of anything. It will come to me. Trust me, I'll have more weirdness. It'll come to you, don't worry. But yeah. um, sometimes your brain needs a break from the weirdness. It just can't come up with new ideas. And then it will roar back with some crazy ones. This Sunday... indeed, indeed. Was it Sunday? No, it was Saturday. This Saturday, uh, we were showing off our house because we're selling it. So we had to be out of our house. We can't be there when people are looking around, of course, because that's how it works. You can't be in your house doing living and then people walk through looking at your rooms. It's just it's just not a good environment for, for selling. Uh, so we went down to the library. Okay, um, mm. There's a library about 15, 20 minutes away from our house. Uh, fifteen? No, 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 10, 15 minutes away So we went down there to sit in the parking lot The reason we went to the library Is because there was a dog park there And we had dogs And we had to be able to keep our dogs You know, busy for a while <laughs> So we're there And I decided to take a walk cause I like to walk, I like to wander around I just enjoy wandering around Because you never know what the frick's gonna happen When you wander around, okay um, it's Case in point I was wandering. I wandered down. There was a bunch of tents, and I could hear, like, noise in the distance. So I was like, oh, maybe there's, like, a fair going on down, like, whatever. I guess it, below the library. Not, like, below the library. In the, like. <laughs> I mean, like, beyond the library, I guess. <laughs> like a 5 <five-minute laughs> a, a, ba- a basement
2: library party? <laughs>
1: no. No. I did cu- check out a couple of books from old series that I never finished, so that was fun. Ah. But um, I went down the tents. Then I come into this... It's like it's like a new world opens up at, at when I start hitting the tents. It like like people, it's like the redneck people of New Jersey and some shit. Like it's like <laughs> half the people didn't have shirts on. Um, dude, my my God, some of these some of these people had some yellow teeth. Um, so mm. I was walking down, they had tents up, and then I was like, what's going on? What is this whole thing? And then I found out it was a BMX park, and they were doing BMX racing. It was a whole state tournament BMX racing. And then I sat there and started watching and it was, it was incredible. It was incredible. Um, they would have like upwards of eight bikes in a gate, they would release the gate almost like a roller coaster release thing. It had the same sound like a like that or like that. And then the, like the gate would release and all the bikes would shoot down, they would pedal and go over jumps and then would race, they would race, they would go all, all the way to the finish line. So, um, of course. Uh, And it would would be, like, four different straights where they each had, like, different moguls and things like that. And then there would be a big banked hairpin, as we say in the marble world, Um, (laughs) uh, three of those uh, to go back and forth. And it was some really cool racing to watch. And I was like, oh, my God, I want to do commentary for this. Because there was someone doing live commentary on the field. Like, there was someone standing in a booth going, like... Number 44, up to number 43, now transfer spots to first place. I mean, like, stuff like that. Like, uh, I, I couldn't do it because I d- didn't understand him half the time. But he was doing it. So, you know, me being me, me being very me, um, <laughs> it's the best way I could say it, I just start <laughs> talking to this one guy. I'm like, oh, how do you get to do the commentary here? This seems pretty cool. And uh, after some talking, I end up talking to the people who do the commentary, who arrange that, and I'm going to probably actually get the chance to do some commentary for bmx racing some live commentary in the next few weeks before i move down so
2: that's pretty cool
1: thing that occurred just out of nowhere yeah thank you um just all of a sudden now i get to do that and it's really good for live experience um you know i've been doing commentary for a while but it's always been on the youtube so live commentary might be fun and it might be a good learning experience so with that being said for sure That was uh, my Saturday. Um, And then, oh, another mini story. Um, Today, I was walking like, I was just walking and I was crossing a street. And then it was one of those things where you cross the street and then there's an island in the middle and then you cross the other road that's like a highway and then to get to the other side. And in the middle there, they have that that, uh, pole that says click, click here to cross like the button thing. And usually, Mm -hmm. and like, you know, there's a theory that the buttons don't do shit. Um, I don't think they do nothing when there's buttons there. I just think that they don't really change much. The buttons are more useful when there's like, it's really quiet and the lights are just on this rhythm where they're not noticing people Mm -hmm. because there's not many people to cross. And it's just to remind them, oh, throw a a crosswalk moment in there. But normally, I don't think they do that much. This one was especially funny because this one didn't didn't have a button. <laughs> this one, the thing said push the button to the cross, and it was just like a little rounded piece of metal. And I tried to push on it, and it didn't push. I tried every part of that metal piece. I was like, maybe I'm just missing it. Maybe I'm doing it wrong. I tried twisting it.
2: There's no button. maybe. Like <laughs> I think I know what you're talking about. It might be one of those like a uh, like like a uh, just like a. Uh, Kind of like you know, like you're like a touch screen kind of sensor. No, no, it no, just no, senses, like, the no. Because it
1: said on the sign, push the button. All right, so it wouldn't. It it, it was it was insinuating that a uh, a a depression was required, all right, hmm. on the button. And it was just there was just no button. It was just like a piece of flat metal. Like they tried to make something that looks like a button to fool you, <laughs> and then it just doesn't. There's nothing there. Um, so that was just really silly that I heard today, but, um, I felt this would be the episode to tell those two stories since, well, they just happened. And well, I mean, we got, we got a very odd episode today, guys. I I will say a lot of housekeeping, a lot of mini topics, um, emails Mm -hmm. to catch up on. Um, but nothing really big today. We have about five different things to get through that are all kind of mini um things but uh i think still be will will be a good episode and this is the last one before we're going to dive full force into marble league and i gotta tell you what yeah i am so exciting for the uh, exciting i am so excited for the the gliding glaciers i really want to see them perform i i can't wait i cannot with that being said i think that I'll let Waff speak for a moment and if he's got anything to say, and then I'll let him transfer us to the news today.
2: Yes. So, uh, today, uh, it, uh, the recording day is July 12th. And so tomorrow is actually my two year anniversary as the co host.
1: Whoa. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, Waf. Wow. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> Good job talking.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, this has been. Uh, It's been such a journey, and, like, I'll definitely make another post about this in the Discord server tomorrow for everybody, but, like, also for all our non-Discord fans, this has been an incredible journey. Like, I didn't think I would be here where I am today. Oh, my God. A hundred episodes over a hundred episodes in. Like... I fly. I flew out to New Jersey all on my own for the first time to go see a, re- a dude I've only talked to online <laughs> to record a podcast about marbles. It's great. My life is. <laughs> this has been an incredible journey that I never imagined I'd be on, and I, I I can like at least I'm a religious guy, and I feel like maybe God put this this podcast in my life specifically so. because it it would take me. To these new places and I've I've been very happy this podcast has led to me like finding some incredible things to enjoy and also helping me find friends that I've been some of the closest I've had in quite a long time and they like it's just it, this community is incredible and I'm so glad that you guys enjoy what we do because your support is what keeps us going and keeps me going
1: for sure for sure um I am so glad Wath's here I think it's it's crazy too and but I, I mean, it's, I, I, we keep going and I think this is just the beginning this is just the beginning uh we always think oh this has been we've been here so long but you know what I think it's gonna last way way longer um uh, than it already has and we're gonna go on maybe do episode a thousand one day uh, that would be <laughs> maybe insane. it
2: would be I mean it would be insane. We didn't think it would make it this far. No. I don't think either of us thought I would make it this far.
1: I did not think we were ever going to hit hundred when we first started. I right now I will say I don't think we're going to hit five hundred. I don't think we're going to hit five hundred. That's my uh, think right now. If you asked me in episode twenty, I would have said I don't think we're hitting one hundred. So remember this; these words don't mean I'm planning to make sure we stop before five hundred. I just don't think we're going to hit five hundred.
2: We might That'll hit five hundred ten years,
1: and then we will sit there at five hundred and say, "Wow!" And then I'm gonna be like, "I don't think, I, I don't think we're gonna hit thousand. We're not gonna hit a But we just keep podcasting, we keep talking, and you guys keep listening. All right, I know we're not like the one channel. Is it thesaurus, 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 Thorus, Dinosaurus, Dinosaurus, um, or whatever? Who you know, he gets he gets like tens of thousands of views now on his stuff, or at least somewhat. Um, I mean, but he actually makes content. He doesn't, he doesn't, he's not just a podcast. He makes like animations and stuff, or like the Marble Report. So we're not that big on YouTube. Maybe one day if we continue to podcast and Marble Sports becomes a much more full community where it's the consistent inner community members are not just a couple thousand or like 5,000 or like hundreds of thousands. But um, the fact that the few hundred that do listen every week, we get between one to 300 consistent listeners weekly. You guys keep us going because I know that that pretty large group of people wants to hear what we got to say, what guests we got to bring on, what information we have each week. And that that makes us both come back every week, sit down at these mics, and talk about the Limas um, and everything else. <laughs> um, with that being said, uh, since the talking ended up back in my mouth, uh, we're going to write that down. Um, <laughs> Um, I'll, I'll take us out to the news as well uh, So let's get to the Let's get to the news with Johnny Marble this week <laughs>
0: Fans, I am Johnny Marble here with the Marble Sports Worldwide News, sponsored by the Marble Hotel. Wherever you roll, we'll be there. With Marble League soon upon us, some brand new JMR news has been released. A video game based off the Jelly's Marble Run universe is being created by Big Head Games and will feature events from Marble League, Marble The One, Marble Rally, and even some that we haven't seen yet. The game will feature online and local multiplayer, customizable marbles, drama events, and commentary from Greg's Woods himself. There will be a Kickstarter page launched later this week where you can go and support the game's development, which is scheduled for release on Steam Early Access in the fourth quarter of 2021. It'll be interesting to see how the game develops, and everyone here at MSW are all looking forward to playing it. Well, I've been Johnny Marble, you have been the best fans in the world! Let's take it on back and continue now with the podcast.
1: All right, thank you, Johnny Marble, for bringing.
2: That's the news this week. Whew. Hi, Wolf. We're uh, back from the news, by the way. Oh my gosh, Brendan, that was that was drawn out.
1: <laughs> that was that was annoying. Be honest. Um, that was yeah, it was. <laughs> Why did I? <laughs> <you> do <that? laughs> I don't know. I just like to keep it. I like to keep it. <laughs> faster than the Roho Rollers out there, you know? We have to keep you on your, your glass or whatever, keep you on your feet. I was just going to gonna say your Roho toes or something in... they
2: put Roho at the beginning of whatever. everything.
1: Whatever, whatever, Roho toes. All right, Ro- let's go to the Roho emails then. Uh, um, uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, pulling them up. We're going to talk about the Roho Rollers on the retrospective, but we have emails to handle. So let's go find them.
2: It's a couple here, yeah. All right. I know Richard Hankley sent in his like a uh, stats thing again without like that, like oh like all the te- all the teams. So the first we, we, but- we'll handle that a different episode.
1: The first gotcha. The first question, uh, the first email is called trivia question. So I guess play the trivia segment music because I think we have two trivia questions in the emails today, and so this is going to be the email segment and the trivia segment. So play that music too. Have we played that music oh, yet? Our- it's time for the trivia segment meow meow go 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 go
2: now it's time for the trivia segment come on now let's go 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 go
1: uh oh, Waff didn't finish that you suck off
2: go go go
1: <laughs> all right so play that too okay trivia question by matthew o'hara thanks for writing in matthew o'hara let me remind you to write in mswpodcast at gmail.com please I want to hear what your fantasy picks were. I want to hear why you picked said fantasy picks. Please. Email. Come on. All right. You better be emailing. I better be hearing that typing right now. Okay. Here's a question. Out of these four teams, which did not compete in the Kinkigan League? The Kinkigan League?
2: What? Uh, uh, uh... In, uh... The- uh, the kink again, League, I guess. Yeah, I I don't know what that is, <laughs> yes. but uh, uh, maybe it's in primary, the team primary, cobalts. Yeah. Okay. No, yeah, I think team primary. Thanks for interrupting my email. Thank you. Sorry, um, I don't know. <laughs> team primary. I <I'm> was confused <laughs> at the whole kin- again. I think it's I think it's a retrospective thing. I think it's what yeah, it is. that's
1: what I was about to say. It's probably somewhere in the future. The uh, team primary cobalts, crazy cat or thunderbolts. One of those four teams did not complete in the kink again, League.
2: Uh, so I, I think it like, um, like, I think it's like, there's a c- combination of like, um, Knicker, which is like, uh, like marble in, uh, Dutch. So I, um. I, I, I get, but like, so like, yeah, I think that's, that's what the name comes from. I don't just know where the eggen comes from, but I think that's another Dutch word that I just don't know. Um, primary Cobalts, Cat's Eyes, and Thunderbolts. Unfortunately, we haven't read any of their retrospectives yet. No, so we have we, not. So we, I, <laughs> this is completely blind. Um. Hmm. I I guess I'll get like uh I'll say the cobalts. Not really sure why, just just that just feels
1: that way. I was going to say cobalts or cat size, because they're both the odd ones out. Crazy cat size is too good for these other three teams and cobalt is not good enough for these other three teams if you switch around the grouping. And usually, kick t- teams of similar abilities you find in in similar places. Like in the retrospective here for Rojo Rollers, Rojo Rollers competed in a competition that end that had the Jawbreakers in it, um, the Quicksilvers, the Jungle Jumpers, and the Chocolate all crappy teams. And Jojo Rollers, <laughs> a crappy team. Let's be honest. So um, they all they do kind of group them nicely like that. So I would say Crazy Cat's Eyes. Then the answer is. Cobalt, you were right. Wow. Good for
2: you. What? Oh, shoot. Okay. They wow. They
1: applied, but their application was denied.
2: Ooh, that'll be some juicy information to read about later. Oh, man. All right. Well, thank you for the question. Appreciate it. Um, I guess I'll, I'll read the other email. as like treat it as my question, I guess. Um, Which is the other? I guess Super Yak. Oh, uh, well, uh, Richard also sent an email for trivia at one point. Oh, yeah, used. yeah.
1: There's one at the top here.
2: Oh, at the top i thought um oh is oh, is that is that the, is that the is same one yeah he he's re, he resent it okay Thanks, so yeah i Richard guess I for resending we appreciate it so, he's in the live chat right now he's yes, a cool guy thank you see so, yeah, i guess i'll read this one as my question Don't All right, guess. So... just read <laughs> in events with four heats of four with the top 2 advancing to the semifinals and the top 2 advances to the finals only two times did the top two marbles compete um, competed in the same heat in the first round. What were the years, the events and the marbles? Is oh. the trivia
1: trying to understand what the frick he's asking? Holy I crap. am so
2: confused. Let me,
1: okay, I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to um, kinda I'm trying to buttress this question by reading it out one more time. Buttress the audio. Maybe you guys can understand. In events with four heats. So events with four heats. Meaning like a 5 meter sprint okay there's 4 heats mm-hmm. and a 5 meter sprint to weed it down to the champion of 4 mm-hmm. okay 4 heats of 4 with the top 2 advancing to the semifinals so he's saying like a 5 meter sprint type thing top 2 advance to We're semifinals, the semifinals go. go ahead okay only 2 times in those types of events did the top 2 marbles compete in the same heat first round okay that is a good question let R- me tell you what Richard that is a very good question the wording could use some help Um, but I mean, how else are you supposed to say that? Because it's very, so in events with that style, with that four, I guess you can call it four, four style, or you could, yeah, you could call it four, four style, four heats, four marbles. Um, there's apparently two times where the, the two, um, the two top finishers, first and second place competed together in the same first, in the same first heat heat, um, what those are holy
0: crap yeah um,
2: like, uh, so, so the years the events and the marbles that, that so like why don't i just like why don't i just roll right out of this episode holy crap like What's seriously bad? like i don't I, I is there a way i don't think there's a way that we could know this unless like we studied the, the wiki or re-binged holy the series crap. again
1: man like this is like wow this is silent this is a silent question
2: this is the toughest. This is one of the toughest ones. Like, I'm so I'm like using your, your example of like five-meter sprints. Like, I'm imagining like, okay, in the first round, like both the Savage Speeders and the Midnight Whips made it past that, and they both made it, and they were the top two marbles of that event. I'm assuming that's what I was referring to, right?
1: Yeah. I listen.
2: This is these are complete shots in the dark. Honestly, yeah. I will go. Heck, like, like, I'll I'll do that. I'll do the Savage Speeders and Midnight Whips just because I just said it. So I'll just do that. Uh, what year? Uh, the wisps what year did the Wisps win was it 2017 it was 20 2019 right no it's just it doesn't
1: matter what what they when they won it matters they what the winning of the event not the whole no no year. I know but
2: like like the, the year that the wisps were doing the best is the one I want to pick
1: that's a good point does 28 20, 2018 they won they won in the snow
2: they won okay 20 so uh, I'll say that the savage Speeders and midnight wisps uh, in like five meter sprint, oh, uh, in twenty eighteen is my first pick. <laughs> sure, <laughs> Richard Man, this is ridiculous, my man. Um, do you have a second one? Uh, let's see. Here. What other events that have heats in it? Uh, there is, uh, relay race, that is one. That that's and that's a that's a likely one too. I think so. Maybe relay race uh I want to say the raspberry racers and mellow yellow in 2019. listen man oh,
1: um I I I would say 2017 old Rangers Savage speeders five meter sprint. I would say twenty nineteen green ducks hazers no green ducks o rangers five meter sprint. I, li- those are my guesses. Richard's in the live chat, so tell us the answers, man. Because I, I, I if I'm close, I'm lucky. If Woff's
2: close, he's uh, lucky. yeah, uh, yeah. If 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 they're even close, you get a gold star. So here, here are the answers. Marble
1: League twenty seventeen event five hurdles, um. Starry and Team Galactic. Starry from Team Galactic and Savage Speeders. Swiftie from Savage Speeders. Um, Marvel League 2019, Event 10, Hubalino Maze. Awful event. I freaking hate the Hubalino Maze. Hazers and Pinkies. Holy uh, crap. Wow. We, I mean, we were I know, close I know that now. So if that's ever asked to me again, I'll probably get at least par- partial points on the question. But that is quite a very. That is a really, really hard question, sir. I, that is I, probably the hardest one we've ever heard. You have to be a marble master. I don't even think Jell would know. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, we have one more email. But before we do this last email, we're going to do another trivia because we're in the trivia slash email segment. And nice. this was submitted by Super Yak in the Discord. I am excited for this one too. We'll see. Difficulty extreme, so it's too hard. But here's the question. Which individual marble is the only athlete to have a negative marble league individual point total with a grand total of negative three points? Now, I think I know the answer to this question. I'm pretty sure I do, actually. But I'm going to let Waf, 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 do you know what? Do you know the answer to this?
2: Which individual marble is the only athlete to have a negative marble league individual point total? Um, We actually just, we talked about this. Uh although
1: no we, I don't it was it was this. a I just know the answer, primary
2: right? team primary after uh it was team primary in like 2017 was it diving wait 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 no it, it was the like yeah yeah I think that the primary had a negative score Lot got negative points at one point uh I think but like but which but like it, that was a team event so it wouldn't be, like, unless they kind of, like, they just count it that way. Oh, what would it be, then? I hmm. think it's Rojo Quattro. You think it's Rojo Quattro? I do think it's Rojo Quattro.
1: I'm pretty sure it's Rojo Quattro. Super Yak. Shout out to
2: Super Yak. He always has good trivia. I guess I'll say Prim, because I, I the primary is on the mind. I, I remember them getting negative points at some point.
1: Answer is Rojo Quattro. Wow.
2: That was the trivia segment. Now let's head back to the show, show, show.
0: the show. Oh. I'm going
1: to point something out here.
2: Oh, it's Ryan. the
1: article. This week's role, uh, retrospective. Which team is, is retrospective this week off?
2: Rojo Rollers.
1: I think I'm going to wait to explain why it's Rojo Quatro till we get to the role, uh, retrospective. I'll bring that up. So hang tight, everybody. But it's Rojo Quatro. Negative three points. Um, very controversial moment. If the podcast had begun when that moment happened, that would have been a full episode of drama because some interesting things happened in that moment. We'll get to that. Final email. Edu writing in. Fantasy team picks explained plus rocky calendars is the subject. It do says, here I want to justify why I chose the following teams for the fantasy league. Now, now you probably heard me slam the phone down. <laughs> I'm very particular about fantasy. I am of course encouraging of every style of pick. If you pick Limers and Chocolatiers as your multipliers, I'm not I'm gonna tell you it's a bad idea, but I'm not going to like hope you lose. I'm gonna be like, dude, I hope you win. I hope the Limers and Chocolatiers turn it around and do amazing. Okay? So I'm I will I will be harsh about picks, but it doesn't mean I'm not encouraging you and I don't want you to win. It just means I'm being um I'm trying to be as factually factual as possible and really focus on what are good predictions? So if you I would love for you guys to write in and tell me your picks, and I will give you a very honest opinion on uh, how I feel about them. But let's get into what I do has to say. I'm excited for this one because I know he has indigo stars in here. <sighs> right? Alright. Hazers first times three. The fastest team around. Always there in a championship fight, facing a great opportunity to sell fe- finally celebrate an overall win. Maybe the time has come.
2: Well, wow, Hazers times three, what do you think? That's a pretty good pick. They're a very consistent team. They, the Hazers are my times two. So, like, you know, it, it's it's a good team to have. Like, or oh wait, oh wait, did, did I put Hazers at times? Well, excuse me, I'm going to go check my fantasy real quick. Well, I mean, what thinks is a good
1: pick? I, I think it's a good pick. You didn't pick Chocolatiers times three. I don't see Hazers winning this year. I do not see Hazers winning this year. I see Hazers finishing in the top eight. Their consistency across Marble League events is not good. And speed is not the only thing necessary for a Marble League event. uh, the Competition, tournament. So I do not see them winning. However, I do think they're a good pick. They will get you points this year.
2: So they're not a bad pick. Yeah, Hazers was my is one of my times one. Hazers are a very consistent they are a very consistent team. They have they always been like they've been like up there near the top a whole lot. And, like they have been consistently one of the best teams. So that is a it's a very good pick. I can't really fault them for choosing that. Hazers are a bootleg savage beaters. Write that down. We're going I guess no way today.
1: Write that. I like that. Hazers are a bootleg Savage Speeders because they are a consistent team. As Wap said, he was correct in saying that. They will get you points, they will put numbers on the board, they will earn medals. I cannot imagine, realize a season in which the Hazers do not have at least one medal. But are they the winning team this year? I don't know. That's a long pause. <laughs> I don't think so. The long pauses is what keep, what, keep, what keeps everybody uh, sucked in. They're like, "Is he gonna on the get edge of their, their seats? seats?" On the edge of the seats. All right. Raspberry Erasers times two. Now we're talking. Ra- uh, Wop picked them for times one. I-, I mean times three. And I think Woff's pick of Raspberry racers for times three is not a dumb pick. Because they could win this year. They have strong qualification momentum. They've mm-hmm. won a Marble League before. They're a good team. They are. Racers they are time a very two. good team. Well, it's my team, and also... Oh, he's a... Edu's a Raspberry Racers fan. And also a solid contender, especially when all four members are on the field. Teamwork was very important during the winning 2019 campaign. I love how do writes emails. I do. <laughs> Raspberry Racers yeah, are a good teamwork team. That is also a that is a strong point. Something that we didn't really focus on, teamwork for singular. Yeah. But I mean, Waf, well, if you would agree that Raspberry Racers do work together as a foursome.
2: hmm I admittedly I don't have any facts to base this on uh, or any stats, but like they they do exude a feeling of camar- camaraderie mm-hmm. that uh a lot of the other teams don't don't really as much, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, I personally think that the that's a good times too. I
1: almost picked them for my times too. I just had to go Savage Beaters, and I don't see Savage Beaters in the Deuce team. So yes, that rant is coming after. after it, just wait, it's coming. Don't worry. <laughs> but I do think Raspberry Pi is a good pick, so I I'm I'm agreement with that. All right, Indigo Stars. Ooh, <laughs> man. Woo. I'm sad. All right. My first risky move, man. You t- you're telling me the most forgotten team until before the practice race? I believe they have value to be in the mid pack or even shock the world. Ha, shock is a thunderbolt marble. Ha ha, funny. Um, they aren't bad. They aren't bad. What did I say? What did I say? What? Woof, do you remember what I said after the um the uh the episode with the Indigo Stars doing really well in the Sand Rally? What did I say about that?
2: Uh, I think you mis- probably said something along the lines that it's a fluke. No, what or... did I say? Do you, re- you don't remember then? You don't remember what I said about that? I do not remember specifically what you said, no.
1: What I said about that, just because you see a singular good performance in a singular event, not even a winning performance at that, just a singular good performance from a team that has proven to not be a... consistent, 100% high-performing team does not mean that they are worthy of attention this year. Mm. I'm not going to under, I guess, under-exaggerate their performance in the Sand Rally. Second place is very good. But one second place in a sand rally when the team is usually god awful—I don't think that's enough for a for a for your third pick. I know it's, it's
2: well, I mean, just a times one, but still. Well, I mean, like to be fair, like we did see in the episode, that, like, like on our fantasy episode, that, it, was like, like, it was a win. What, what it was a win. It was
1: sorry, yeah. apparent sorry. Well, have to cut you off, it was a win. It wasn't a second place. But even so, my ah. point still stands. It's just like maybe slightly weaker. It's like a
2: bridge after the rain. Like,
1: right, go ahead, Woff.
2: Uh, I was just going to say that we did say that like one wild card pick was per- perfectly fine for the times one picks. So you know, they would be that. That's their that's their wild card.
1: But uh, mm, is that their wild card? You just wait. You
2: we just picked Roho oh, Roller. oh, I mean, you I...
1: just wait. No, we haven't gotten through the rest of his picks yet, Mister Woff. All right, I mean, all we right. haven't finished Edu's picks. One wild card is good, Mr. Woff. If he had put Indigo Stars at the fifth pick at the bottom, I would have been like, listen, I don't think it's a good idea, but you might as well. We're not done with the dude's picks, Mr. Woff. So, so this one okay. is for sure not a good pick in my opinion. Um, they are not a team that's going to have a strong level of uh, consistency this year. They're not a front runner. I can't see them being a front runner. I see more likely the whole Rollers being a front runner than I do the Indigo Stars. Next pick, Shining Swarm. See? Told you. Okay, to yeah. Carry. I see it. Okay. 2017 was okay, he says. Unfortunately, an injury took away the attention from their gold. This team can be more and, fin- and finally have the opportunity at the main stage. So a very vague response on that one. Shining, Shining- Swarm is a good wild card pick, as Waf was saying. That's a good wild card pick. I almost went with Shining Swarm instead of Gliding Glaciers. mm because I think Shining Swarm is so out of it, so far removed from from competing, because they haven't competed in a long time. They, we haven't seen much of them. And they did so well in Showdown that they may actually be an oddly surprising pick this year. They have less ill repute than the Indigo Stars, less recent ill repute than the Indigo Stars. And so they're a better pick than the Indigo Stars. They're a more consistent pick as a team, that is a fact. And I think um, as a Dark Horse pick, a Wild Card pick, they're not a bad pick. Though, because you have Indigo Stars also as a pick-a-do, I have to say that I dislike Shining Swarms as a pick because they go in order. So you have Indigo Stars already on your team, so that makes Shining Swarm a bad pick. But if if, if Indigo Stars was not in your team, Shining Swarms is a, a good pick.
2: But anyway, Wolf. I mean, I was just going to yeah, mention the Calipop, the whole um, fidget spinner collision thing. And yeah, but like, I I think it's also important to mention that like, because of like, of the injury that Momo, Momo suffered, maybe other teams weren't performing as well. So while the Shining Swarm, like, I I won't like, I'm not going to deny that, yeah, that they got a victory there, but like, the whole situation, it makes everything feel kind of off, you know? hmm Yeah.
1: That's fair, um. But I mean, you know, at that point, how can we know? How can we predict that?
2: True. Um, yeah. So, part being an a, a good athlete is like dealing with the like with um very, uh, what's the word? I guess tense and unexpected situations, and an injury in athletics is a very real thing. Yeah, and that can affect both the teams involved and the teams just
1: watching because you know, it's going to affect the mindset. Right. Agreed. Um, but anyway, no, I'm, I'm excited to see how, um, how they do Shining's form. I guess I, again, being able to brave finish, finish finish collision and do so well is, is important. I mean, the injury adds to the boldness of that green ducks. That's a good pick. Let's read about this. Yeah. Even though last year was a disappointment. They've demonstrated, they have what it takes to challenge the big dogs. Just play the cards. Right. I like the Green Ducks. Yeah, they're they're a good team. It's they're a, a, a solid good pick. single multiplier team for this year. I didn't pick them, but they're not a team I wouldn't recommend picking. I do recommend the Green Ducks. I do think they they have the, they have the potential to challenge the big ones. So Green Ducks can beat the Savage Beaters any day of the week. Green Ducks are that good. They aren't that good recently, which is why I held off on them and went to uh, Raspberry Racers and then Glenn and Glaciers. But they are a good pick in general, and, and so I'm not going to knock that pick. They're a good times one. They're not a good times two or three this year. I really don't think so, just based on their previous performance and the, their lackluster performance in the qualifiers. But they are a good enough pick that if I see them on times one, I'm gonna I'm going to praise you. I think you did a good job.
2: Yeah. So, I guess, like, looking at the picks as an overall, like, like, with the exception of, like, having both the Swarm and Indigo Stars on the team, it's a pretty solid pick. Solid picks. I I think that you'll do fairly well with this Fantasy League. Well, there's one problem <clears throat> bottom-off, and you know
1: what that problem is. I'm gonna let you tell everybody what the problem with this list of teams is.
2: Oh, yeah, that's right. The Savage Speeders aren't there, so the, the like, there's this a, a massive opportunity of points just kind of Thrown out the window. Thank you, off. Uh, well said, and and that's and I I.
1: If you're picking your teams based to try to win fantasy, man, you have to at least for this year. It's this not true for every year. We'll talk every year. You have to have savage beaters on your team. You have you have you have to. Like it's not a good risk. There's never a time like there is not like a situation where someone could sit down and be like, okay. I think that you should pick the Savage Peters every time except for this particular situation. It's just not a situation. Even if you pick the five best teams besides the Savage Peters, the Savage Peters are the best team. They're the best team. Yep. Best team in the league. Statistically, they Everything are They should be on everybody. All 200. How many? How many are there? How many? Let's look Let's look it up right now. It's like Fantasy Marble like Almost 300 at this point. Fantasy Marble League. All, how many? Community Leagues. Marble League 2021. Loading data. Uh, Members. 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 303. All 303 teams on the Marble League 2021 Community League Fantasy League should have Savage Speeders on the team because they are proven by data the best team. In Marble League. Over time. Over every year. I know they had fifth that one year. But if you look. If you collect their data. They're the best team. They repeat champion. Have the chance to go twice in a row this year. The only thing they haven't done really. So they actually might be good this year. They are. An amazing team. And should be under fantasy. So um, unfortunately. Even if you pick five really solid teams. If you do not have the Savage Speeders on said team, then I think you've made a mistake. I have them at times two here. Let's see what Adieu says. He says, "Yes, I took the risk. No, no uh, increased explanation. That's all right. If he, you know, and I think this is always open to discussion every year, but I think at the ca- at the current moment then they should be on your team. Maybe they'll do bad this year, and then maybe we have to shift our perspective on the Speeders in their for the future, uh, in future forward. But for now, you can only play odds. You can only play what you know. And you may not want to put Savage Speeders times three because you may not think they're going to win, but they will be good. Mm-hmm.
2: So you have to pick them. Uh, I mean, it would be very funny if we if it turns out that that was actually the right choice this year. Like, man, we will be screwed, and uh, E.G. will be way up there.
1: Well, listen, it might be. That's the thing. Marble sports, anything can happen. So, yes, E.D.U.'s picks could beat off the—all of them could beat the Savage Beaters. I'm telling you that even if that happens, the Savage Beaters are a smart pick because we're picking them now. Right. And we don't know what's going to happen. We only know what usually happens. <laughs> we only know who's usually good. And the Savage Beaters usually, actually, always, if you look at the whole history of Marble League, will put points up on the board. They will get medals. They will win events. They will put points up on the board. The routine yeah. you should pick. Edu has the second half of the Simo, We can read it. Moving on to another subject, something that annoys some fans, but it's actually the norm in Marble Sports Production. Just to clarify, this is not a rant about anyone. It's just something I wanted to talk about. At this point, most of us notice how empty is the JMR's video schedule. It feels weird, and most fans are used to endure big gaps in the calendar. Yet, yes, this doesn't help with keeping the hype up for future events, and it also makes it difficult to keep casual viewers interested in the channel. That's a good point. We've talked about that. But also Mm -hmm. allow us to realize how atypical 2020 was. Last year's boom was a result of a rare, perfect storm, with people confined at home without sports to watch, and searching for new forms of entertainment. That's also a fair point. We shouldn't forget that. Big name sponsors and the pinnacle of international organization and communication to get the videos out. Said conditions are gone, and now the production team, including the new committee, is still adjusting to this new reality. But if we look at basically any other channel, we notice responsible people, since they aren't able to pump out content regularly, since they're generally one man, two is the maximum they can get, amateur operations who have to deal with everyday life and its priorities. In the end, turns out it's just another day for the more serious fans. Um, Edu says "Like he, this was in response to a lack of schedule on the JMR channel. It was released later in the day he wrote this. But the point he has still stands. Now that... Is a good point. Marble League... Marble Sports... Not Marble League. Is very hard to produce... It's a job to produce because you mm-hmm. have to do everything. You have to, there's no like, it's not like producing like soccer because where the people move and you don't have to touch them. You just play the game and you just record it. Marble league, you have to make the marbles move. Then you have to pick them up and put them back. Then you have to make them move again and then you have to move them all around and all that. And that takes a lot of work. You have to build all the things that make them move. All right. Think about how easy marble sports would be if the marbles could move on their own, and for collision, you didn't have to build this whole arena. You could just have put them in the arena, and then they could just go out of themselves. Or for, they, for soccer, they could just play soccer. They can't do that. They're marbles. That makes it a lot harder to produce. That makes it a lot more difficult to produce. Marbles are small. All right? That makes it kind of hard. So that adds time yeah. to the production. People have lives. Um, smaller channels, um, have a lot going on. It's hard for them to produce as much. you become JMR, it's their full-time job almost, and it still takes a long time to produce, especially if it's only one man doing the job. And we're in that weird in-between state in the era of marble sports where it's not big enough that JMR can safely and wisely hire a whole large team of production where like every, there's like 10 people all doing a, a different little job but it's not small enough that they can get away with having months between videos or having quality lack. So we're in that weird middle stage now. This is going to decide, this is the stage. This is the point, the the fulcrum point that decides whether Marble Sports makes it to that next level and becomes something that is actually worldwide recognized or at least nationally recognized. (laughs)
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Or if it always stays a YouTube curiosity, that decision—the decision, yeah. decision sorry—I'm on a little bit of a soapbox here, Woff. Sorry, that okay. decision for curiosity versus national sport is one that's going to be made slowly over the next five to ten years. That is a fact. It's not going to be made in a year. It's not going to die out or or take off in a year but it is 2021 by 2030 and yes that seems like a long time right now from now some of you will some of you are in high school right now and we married by the time 2030 comes be crazy but it could be true that will be the point where we're going to be able to really look and be like okay where's jmr at because if it's if it has not grown then it's never going to, at least not through JMR, maybe another channel at a different time with a different strategy. But if it, but if it is going to grow, it will by 2030. And so we're in that middle part. And that's where things are tough right now. Singular production, but there's a lot of pressure because it's such a big channel and a lot of expectations. But that's a very good point um, to make, to help us, uh, to remind us, I guess for patience, but also for mm-hmm. understanding.
2: Um, Wolf, what were you gonna say? Sorry. Oh no! Like I completely agree. Yeah, like, and that is just that is just kind of the, the name of the game. Like, like I, I wonder if maybe like the, the upload schedule like that they went with in twenty twenty like they forced themselves to be that active because of the of the the surge in fans and like that really just burnt them out because like like that there was those the two breaks. I mean, the break in sand and marble rally was due to the was due to COVID closing the hill down, and also weather or not being cooperative. So that one is explained there. But then you have Marble One, which it's in a warehouse,
0: hmm. so
2: that 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 they rent. So it's like, you know, like like what was up with that delay? So like, I think that like maybe they like just they really had burnt themselves out, and I honestly I am thinking about I guess thinking about like uh international uh recognition uh i know that this qual- this year's qualifiers happened very much later than they normally do where like that normally it happens like several months before the actual marble league but like i don't think the views on this year's qualifiers is even um has been growing yeah, as fast no, as it has we, in have, the
1: past. we have that same we have that same slow exponential decline um i'm pulling it up here on youtube that slow exponential decline that we talk about—we've um, talked about this in previous shows. It's happening again. Two hundred and sixty thousand views on the twenty twenty one qualifiers. Last year, well, give a guess. What was the qualifiers? It was uh, like fifteen million. Uh, one, uh, one point two million.
2: uh okay. I was thinking of the, a different qualifier.
1: Yeah, one of them. I think. I think. Uh, it might have been the Marble One. The, f- the first Marble One thing got fifteen million. I forget.
2: But mm-hmm. one point two for
1: the qualifiers for last year's Marble 8 Now this was right after the craze, the the big, uh, the big moment. But the twenty nineteen qualifiers. Well, they only had five hundred. Uh, oh, the twenty nineteen um opening ceremony had one point two million. Hmm. All right, but your qualifiers for this year only has 260,000. Wow.
2: And yeah, and again, I do want to like state that not not, not as no, as much time has passed between league and qualifiers this year. So it's not necessarily as fair to judge, but like, I don't oh, it's feel not, like it's, it's not been growing.
1: No, it's not even going to hit 500k. In fact, it's probably not even going to hit 400k. I don't know why that is. This Marvel Force is amazing to watch. I, I love watching. I don't know how you could not want to come back.
2: Right? And like, and, like, the qualifiers, even before COVID, would always get millions of views. Like, that's how it's always been. So, it's, it's trying. To, I'm trying to figure out, why is it different? And, actually, like, I mean, like, I guess, like, like, I think it might have to do, like, like. funnily enough, I think it actually might have to do with thumbnails. Like, like, like just rec- recognizability. I, I don't, I, I, while I
1: don't agree with Piney being removed as a thumbnail person, I don't think, I don't think well, it I, has a lot to do with thumbnails. I do well, know. I don't
2: mean like, I don't mean like it's like the, 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 the thumbnails are getting bad. Like, we're going to talk, talk about this later in the episode, like, I mean more like the more you change, like, it's like Vanos gaming, like, you know, a Vanos video the moment you see it, cause it has the same rainbow pattern in every thumbnail, but because the, they point, keep changing yeah. the our artist it's not as recognizable immediately to people that, oh, that was that Marble League thing that I watched last year. I'll go watch that again, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah, that is fair because it it all changes. They sometimes have different arts and different logos and, and that is making it not as recognizable over time. Like the logo for this year is a lot different from your average Marble League logo that is going to change the initial
2: recognizability. I didn't even think about that too. Yeah, the logo is so different and so stylized.
1: Yeah, and now it looks nice, but it, it does. does reduce the recognizability. Now, two more emails came in as we were talking with two more people wanting to hear me bash their fantasy picks or praise them if they're good. <laughs> we're going to do that, but I want to make sure we talk retrospective. I want to make sure we talk about the video game because we have about um, 25 minutes left. So why don't we talk retrospective in the video game real quick? Well, um, we'll touch on uh, Piney as well, and then we'll come maybe, back. Maybe you should do, do Piney now
2: because we already brought up a thumbnail thing.
1: Fair enough. We'll, we'll do Piney now, talk about the other two things, and come back to the email. So to, um, to well, I'll let you uh, give the story since I, you probably have more facts about this. So what is the Piney situation?
2: Alright, so, um, as maybe some of you, um, probably know, uh, Piney actually has been doing a lot of the thumbnail artwork for the channel for quite a while now, uh, I think it started with Marbula 1 Season 2, and, like, but recently, uh, as you know, as you probably could tell, the quality is, uh, for the qualifiers and the, uh, the friendly round are not the same as before, and that's because Piney, uh, was not recommissioned for, to do the work. And basically, uh, Piney's got a random email from Yella that said like, Hey, Dion found someone else to do thumbnails. And so like, like she, she got paid for her last work. And then that was it. Now, uh, I like, so the, the, the problem, like, I, like, so the thing is like, like, it's well, so, Oh man. I, okay. I, I need to, collect I need to your sit, thoughts. collect your thoughts. Collect you want thoughts. me to, yeah, you okay.
1: want me to talk for a moment while you collect them? Uh,
2: no I think I think I got what I want to say okay, here so then go ahead the, the problem with the situation is not that necessarily that piney was uh not recommissioned because like it wasn't a con- like like the the decision to not have piney do more, art, like more artwork is not unethical or anything like that because like it was by commission on a commission for each thumbnail she wasn't like part of a contract she wasn't a contracted employee or anything like that so they didn't break any contracts or anything so like legally that like they are within their right to not bring her back on and get someone else. Yeah. The problem that I have though is that like the way the emails were like emails worded is like Dion found it. So it's like it doesn't sound like Yella wanted to replace her Dion did. And it's like, well why would he do that? Her artwork is really great. It's fantastic. And like and if you if you look at the, the th- her some of her thumbnail work and compare it with the the qualifiers work, you can see that the they it is very similar to her style, but not as polished. So it seems like they like Dion still wanted um, Piney's level of quality, but at a at but not at the same cost. And I know that it was that he wanted it at a cheaper cost because while Yella never complained about her her rates, Dion did. But like like like, hey Piney, can you lower your rates? But because he didn't, he wasn't the one who you know actually is hiring her. She didn't. She just ignored it because it, he's not he's not paying her. It's Yella. So it's like. All of a sudden, Dion is now just taking control of like who is now doing the thumbnails, and in, like sure, technically speaking, it could have been anybody. Uh, like maybe like De- Yella's parents, like also said so, like, hey, like this is t- maybe you should like save money here or something like that. But it's like the fact that like his email specifically points to Dion, doing yeah. this, it's like, it's just more evidence of Dion ruining everything, again.
1: I. Let me get one thing straight. Piney is an amazing artist. Episode 25. Go to the YouTube, please. Because she did an absolutely amazing job with those animations. Um, I wish our podcasting quality was higher then so that the animations would be more exciting because we would be saying things in higher quality audio. But, of course, we were bad. She was amazing. Let's get that straight. Her thumbnails are incredible. They're up here on the Chrome screen now. Marbula One thumbnails are just very well detailed. They look clean, but they're also highly detailed. In the background and in the foreground, the marble designs are very well done. And very simple, but also very complex. Not a
2: lot to complain about when it comes to pine. She also did, like, multiple marbles for the team. She didn't just do one for each team, which is another thing that's different. Like, you can see uh, on the two recent thumbnails that the artist just made one marble, and then they would repeat that same marble in the image again, but they would either rotate it or they just wouldn't rotate it all.
1: So why his rate is lower. (laughs) Yeah. Another thing to point out. The new thumbnails aren't bad. I want to get that out there right now. Yeah, They're I, really I agree. good. I don't say- they are good. They're better than I could do. They're better than WAP could do. Mm-hmm. But yeah. they're not Piney. And that's yeah. why he's being paid less. The problem I have with this is that there was no explanation for why Piney was being let go. It'd be one thing if a long email was sent where it's just like, okay, Piney, listen. We love your work. All right, and but me, Dion, the self-proclaimed now CEO of JMR, even though I shouldn't be, I am now. This is what it is because you can't do anything about that. I don't think Dion should be the CEO of JMR, but there's nothing you can do about it. I mean, you can't do anything about it, We can't change that. But if he sent an email saying, listen, I love your work, but your rates are just a little too high for us. We want to save some money, so we're going to go to somewhere else, someone else or I guess, again, find, ask one more time, would you be willing to lower your rates? Um, for, for, I guess, whatever, however, maybe forever for a time, whatever, but really show explain that they really appreciated her work and explain directly why they want to make a change. Then I would have no problem with it because people make budget cuts all the time. If it's costing a lot to get a certain level of quality thumbnail and you're going to decrease it a little bit to save money, that's a totally valid thing to do. But if you don't communicate that to the person, if you say to this person who's been working very hard for you for a long time, just, Hey, you know, we're just make it, just doing something different now bye, then that's just rude. And that's not good conduct. And that's not something gel mm-hmm. would do. So when, when you have that double layer of that, of Dion's, the Dion's internal mistrust and just Dion's internal trickery, but then bringing that outside too to a lack of, of misconduct when treating um, the workers, then you have this double layer of negativity which overshadows something that could have been very common and just, you know, a bummer, but it is what it is. You save money as a channel. So, I mean, and they kind of do because they haven't been getting the views they need to get. I don't know why, but they haven't been because we just talked about that. So it's the way you handle the situation, the way DN handles current situations, is why I don't like this. And if in that is another example, a small but existing in. Notable example of why I think Jay Hamar may fail in the next 10 years.
2: Yeah. And because like, if I he guess... does...
1: Sorry, Wuff. If he does that with more... I don't want to say Piney's not important, but more... Uh, like, like executives with more responsibility is how I want to say it. If he does that with a TV program, um, a news program, or something like that, if he if he has that attitude... At that higher level, when he's talking to people that are are helping him, really instead of him helping them, then it's the JMR is going to crash and burn in an instant. They'll be like, "Okay, well, I mean, we have other things to do. We're not going to worry ourselves with this if you can't if you can't uh, speak appropriately." Again, I think Piney's work is amazing. I am really sad to see that she's not um, any more the thumbnail crater because she does an amazing mm-hmm.
2: job. Yeah, and I guess to try and be fair to Dion, like, I'm trying to figure out maybe what he was thinking, like, because again, I didn't mention like how like he contacted her, like saying, "Hey, could you lower your rates?" Like, I think maybe Dion like viewed like like oh, uh, since I am also owning the channel, I'm also her commissioner, and therefore he feels like that her ignoring his request to or even to even acknowledge her him on in regards to the rates thing may feel that maybe to him as like oh, it's justified, but like again, it's like this is another instance of Dion being delusional and not realizing that no you you aren't hurt you didn't commission her Yella did so well, you're you're there's... you have no say in the rates at all it's not your it's not your place it do reminds us she was
1: cut in the middle of working on the thumbnail for qualifiers another oh. example of dion's rash behavior because the better way to do that would have been okay um because it, c- it couldn't have been life-changing amount of money so it would have been, I would have, if I were Dion I would have been like okay we're gonna make budget cuts so let's send a nice formal email to Piney asking her to lower her rates or after Marble League twenty twenty one is done we would find someone's new that would be the mature the wise and adult way to handle that that to to do here's the things he did wrong number one he did not send an explanation email number two he again. The fact that, like Woff said, like, okay, yeah, he might feel justified because he reached out to Piney and was ignored, but, you know, that... But if you you get angry like that, if you make these rash decisions because you feel justified in doing so because you feel like you were wrong, that's not the mature way to handle being the CEO of a large organization. You have to be the bigger person always. You have to Mm -hmm. be the one who keeps the professional always. And you should never... Remove someone's
2: position mid-project. You should never do that. Agreed, because that's that's the time that she can't get back now. Like, and so to give context, basically, like, uh, her rates was that was it was a it was a hundred dollars per thumbnail, which might, might seem like shit. a lot, but like that's
1: what I get paid. Like, to do the commentary for the for that one channel. That's a right, lot for like, thumbnail. Wow. Yeah,
2: and that might sound like a lot to people, but like for high quality art, like that's actually fairly common, especially for something that's a large thumbnail like that. Like with like that. Like that, remember, she it's made all those marbles too. Like and she made so like she made all of that by hand by with by hand with her with Yo, her Mar- One. She
1: made a thousand dollars
2: off the Marble One. Come on, man yeah. and, <laughs> no, and she like, made she made wait
1: wait wait because it was like a qualifiers and a regular video for each of the twelve races, dude. She made she made two thousand four hundred bucks off Marvel One. Listen, sorry, I'm like, getting but sidetracked, but that's pretty damn awesome.
2: Yeah, and it's important to remember, like this is not like just like a side gig for her. like like artwork is her her career, so like, that's it, like true. it's like she so she the kind she kind of needs to do like to charge as much as she does, cause, like like that's how she makes money. Well, I mean, she's deserving and, of that money,
1: too. She, uh, the indeed. thumbnails are indeed. worth that money, because I, I can just by, tell by looking at them, those motherfuckers take a long time to make, all right? Yeah.
2: <laughs> and to those who say that, like, that, oh, that's a significant, a significant enough amount of money to actually, like, fire her online. like, it's important to remember that back in 2018, you know, like, with the whole Hershey thing, like, in just that one month, back in 2018, they made over $6,000 just from merch sales. Now it's Yeah, that you three can't years put later, a few
1: thousand into the, into the...
2: Well, they aren't doing better, now as far as views go well well I, well the thing is, is like like now like they're definitely probably making more from merch sales and like while they're in their views i think are have leveled out they're still making a lot of money from that and they also have sponsorships so they keep getting money from that and like they have enough money that they're, they're renting another warehouse oh well they they, they have the money Where are they, 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 they can afford to
1: pay they, they can't even get like they can't even get 500,000 views on their qualifiers holy crap
2: yeah, so so I, I think they're doing a lot better than they actually are letting on. Because like if they could afford to rent another dang warehouse, they for then sure. there's it's not gonna it's not gonna hurt them to keep paying for the high quality thumbnails, not just for like not just for the quality, but also to keep consistency so people can't like, aren't confused about okay, well, the art style changed like the third time in in like just one year, so it's it's confusing to people. Like so it's not as immediately obvious that this is a Yellows video. I agree. I agree. Well said. Um,
1: I don't think I have anything more to say on this topic. I think it's probably well, we said it all, but it's yeah, very important I think to we, understand I think we said everything everything. Um, but I think uh, we, we are unbelievably on a housekeeping episode running low on time. So let's cover Retrospective and Marble League the game. Agreed. Um, retrospective is what we do. I'm going to talk about a few things I liked. WAF's going to talk about a few things. that like, we're going to move on. You can go read it if you want. In retrospective, gelsmarbleruns.com. Today's is the Rojo Rollers. Rojo Rollers from Central America, from Numerun, old, the newest old city in the world, apparently. Um, couple interesting things here that I saw. Number one, um, Rojo Uno was always a big fan of racing, but the rest of the team was not um, at first. They were in time, but they didn't start as a huge fan. I also love to notice how arbitrarily four red marbles met each other and they just happened to all have uh, names in number <laughs> order. Rojo Uno, Dos, Tres, Quatro, and then Cinco. That is that is a stretch. I wish there was a better underlying story for how the number order became... Because like the way they show it is that there's a world of millions of marbles. They all have names. They all come together for a team. And that makes sense for everything. But when they're named... Roho uno, Roho dos, Roho tres, Roho cuatro. That sounds like something where the lore should have came up with a story as to why they adopted maybe nicknames or something like that. Yeah, because I mean, there's there is no way that makes any. Sense. There's what are the odds of that, yeah. right? I
2: mean, uh, Numeron is also a pun, like 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 Numero, but Numeron. So like the, the place is oh, all about that. numbers as well. But like, it, it's like, but like I do agree that like it's kind of ridiculous that you would someone would name their child, uh, n- uh, Roho number, like. No, really? but like, I mean, it is what it is. It's the marble world. But what's ridiculous to me
1: is that the four marbles that met up and became a team or happened to be numbers one, two, three, and four. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, yeah, I know I get you. Um, let me read something from the Whole Ros article. Um, this was... In response... To red number three being dubbed uh not a marble. I'm trying to find the beginning ah, of where yes, that, want, that whole
2: situation.
1: I want this. Um okay. So okay, so give me some give me some backstory. Uh in late early in the article, it says that the Rojo Rolders and Red Number Three have a sort of a part had a, made this sort of a partnership, which I think is also a weird stretch, but I'm fine with it
2: um well, i mean so, red and and a number in his name he he, he naturally fair, came from fair, the enough, places, fair
1: enough fair enough that's fair so i will tell rojo cinco apparently and red number three were both pursuing sports medicine did you read about mm. that that was interesting uh earlier on the article as well but uh, i'll just read this part of you with you guys knowing that information as described by the article the teams you'll miss in 2019 marble league it was revealed that the rojo rollers had a difficult offseason as the 2018 Santa Marble Rally approached the new logo for rollers released to their public displaying a roller skate instead of the traditional red number 3 ball this disturbed red number 3 the Marble League team was ending its long standing relationship with them Rojo rollers privately met with red number 3 assuring them otherwise and preventing the dissent from reaching the public wow drama um, <laughs> I, mean, I mean we had enough drama in 2019 oh you guys gosh, know yeah. so that, need I say more <laughs> Needless to say, the confirmation in December that Red Number 3 had a hole on their bottom ballooned the scale of the controversy and created chaos. In the midst of training for the 2019 Marble League qualifiers, the Rojo Rollers had to act quickly and cut their partnership before the team's reputation was tarnished in relation to Red Number 3. According to Rojo Trace, we had no idea where they weren't a marble. The drama over this had been astounding, and we, uh, while we tried to ignore it, we didn't want to disappoint our fans. If they got the impression that we supported fr- fraud, we'd roll fair and fair. And square except not square because then we'd be cubes and cubes aren't marbles that i guess that's his <laughs> that's rojo trace's attempt at a joke when he's talking about something serious it sounds like something i would do um yeah like it, it rojo does trace. rojo
2: trace is brendan cubes, confirmed
1: cubes aren't marbles um write that down cubes aren't marbles actually write down um write this down ready you ready Right. Let's okay, hold- write that down to the episode. Write down: We roll fair and square, except not square, because then we'd be cubes, and cubes are marbles. Rojo Trace. Wait, I'm 20, not gonna. That, that's
2: a quote from the article.
1: Write it I'm down. Not quote- write it down because I like it. Write it down. You could say it's from the article, and that Brendan wanted it. This decision deeply hurt the team, particularly after the qualifiers. Although the article stated that the Rojo Rollers were willing to move away from the controversy, Jell's confirmation, yellow, sorry, that Red Number 3 would be returning to the 2019 Marble Rally eased the tension surrounding the situation. I understand why the Rojo Rollers did what they did. I understand why my fans were so upset, Red Number 3 side. I didn't want to disappoint anyone, and I feel the most disappointed in myself. I'm happy that I'm still being allowed to compete in this next season. I hope that the Rollers will forgive me. The way I acted since then, no official statement has been released regarding any future collaborations between the marble athlete and the team. But we hope the relations between the two parties have improved. I think that's interesting. The, I didn't know. I mean, that's like a little bit of lore the partnership between the two. I feel like that's going to be a super yak trivia question in the next year, you know? Um, so good to know. All right. Uh, let's see if we can get it up here. I I'm, I just had it. If you see it, let me know. Um, it's earlier on. Oh, okay. Here we go. The team earned one point during the relay. Oh, this is start quote. The team earned one point during the relay race due to the malfunction on the top track. The team placed last during collision, but made up for it in the sand rally when Rojo Uno earned a silver medal. The team was at the top of the standings for the second time. Rojo Dos placed fourth in the next event, the long jump, to earn four points. However, the next event, the water race, proved problematic for the team, and their performance was disqualified due to Rojo Quattro allegedly blocking another team member. The Rojo Rollers lost three points as a result of this, Rojo Quattro being the marble who got that negative three points. That was a false accusation, plain and simple, Rojo Quattro claimed. It was already stuck off the flow of water, and Snowy from the snowballs hit me. I couldn't get rolling again, but I did not want to block anyone else from rolling again. Being disqualified, it's not fair to me and my team, end quote. So uh, there was drama in that. It was kind of swept under the rug, but... Um, the Rollers were docked three points, and Rojo Quattro, I guess he didn't score any other points or didn't really compete singularly in any other events besides that one in that season, so he got a negative three on his year. Uh, but Waf, uh, you can
2: also talk about any moments that you uh,
1: you liked from the virtual the perspective.
2: Uh, my favorite part was actually the uh, like the expansions to the lore of the whole world. Like, I guess because the Rojo rollers like they hadn't had as like they kept not qualifying they didn't have as much event stuff to talk about and so they kind of expanded upon like the world here with like explaining like how there's a, a big hill in Numeron that actually was the inspiration that led like where marbles rolling down it led to the creation of marble racing it's like Numeron is the the birthplace of marble racing and right. like that's really cool i really like that like I, I, I'm really looking forward to seeing like in other articles like expansion of the of like like I, I guess the concept and origin stories of not just the teams but like the actual sports themselves
1: no I agree I agree yes yeah, I'm like odd other endeavors into marble sports as a whole um other ideas maybe some weird eccentric um ideas you know put this it do works with uh um marble earth uh, which is an amazing project by the way i really glad stints did that i do go bring this idea for me um uh to the situation stories about weird other experimentation with marble sports different marble sports that either su- succeeded but are like niche and like people don't it's not popular, but they're like going on in weird worlds or failed experiments in marble sports that ended in injury, even death, <gasps> um, or um, just ended badly, ended in in failure. Because that would be cool to see how marble sports—it was an experimental thing where some things worked and some things didn't. Because that is life. If you want to really represent a different world, all right, through your um, through the project then you need to have examples of failure. You need to have examples of things not working out and not just ending badly, but ending horribly. Because that is life and that does happen in life. So that should be there, um, in my opinion, sorry. I would I would ask that you, I do, who's here right now, a um, great writer, by the way. You should, you should bring that idea to the forefront of the project when you guys are making those edits to retrospective or making up lore for the future. I really ask that. I would love to see some of that in there. Maybe it's already in there. Maybe I'm giving you a suggestion that was already in the baseline at the at the the initial basket of ideas. But um, if it's not, if it wasn't, please do. With that being said, um, we have one more thing to talk about. I'll let Waff introduce this because I, I also don't know too much about this, but I'm willing to indulge it for a moment. Though I'm always skeptical. I'm always skeptical with this one at first. Marble League video game. Talk to me, Waff.
2: All right, so um, a, a the company's name I had it up for a second and now it's gone. But like, um, a company has uh basically partnered with um, you know, Marble Runs to create a video game that will be, uh, that it'll it'll not be it'll not be free. It'll be like yeah, paid a paid game that it'll be uh. Okay, it that actually have, is like, a good thing. Yeah, I'm glad it's. Yeah, paid it'll be it, that means it no microtransactions. Be it'll be like I don't. It'll have a Kickstarter to help fund it at some point. But basically, it'll be a game where like you kind of. Like for that, I guess like you can play through the event, like Marble League events, M- Marble One, and San Marble Rally. And for the way they describe it, I think it means like like you can actually like maybe play both as marbles, but also play as a coach that's managing a team. Oh. Like it, so so you can play both as a, as an athlete and as a kind of like a fan, almost like a fantasy leader almost in a way. And like they'll also have like multiplayer where you can play with other people. And like you know, like I like have a quick matches or full blown leagues, whichever you want to do, and like it seems like it's interesting. But the problem is that there's no there's not even concept art yet released on what it's gonna look like, so we have no idea how it's gonna play, or and all that stuff. So it's it's an interesting idea to me. It's just that like because we have so little to work with, I can't really say if I'm excited yet or not. Um. I think this is really cool. Um,
1: I think it could be bad if it does not, if it's not made correctly. But I think that the fact that it's going to be a paid game and it's not coming out for another uh, till the end of the year, like Christmas, it has very good potential. The way it reads, get excited now, everybody, please. Big Head Games, that's the company. The way it reads is that you are going to actually have the opportunity to play through a full season of Marble League, playing through all events, or at least most of the events that have existed in Marble League. So you will be able to play a game that is Collision. You will be able to play a game that is five-minute Sprint, and that one will be maybe a little basic. Um, you'll be able to play a game that is Funnel Endurance. And, th- and if the game is made correctly, if the game focuses on gameplay... Overlooks. I really, really hope it does. I know it looks important, but but there are games that look like crap but are still popular today because they're fun. There are games that look amazing and they died in a day because they just are god-awful to handle. If gameplay is the focus, if comfortability is the focus, if playing, you really feel like you can maneuver your marble well, like like in Marble It Up, that's a, ver- that's a game that has really good gameplay. The maneuvering in marble it up is very fun. So if the gameplay is good, then this could be a very good game, and it could be a very competitive game, one that even could become a maybe an esport in the in the long term future. You know, where people play collision against each other, people play five minute sprint or final endurance, things like that. That could be um, uh, that could be really cool. Um, we don't have enough information to really expound. Maybe we'll do a day where we give ideas for what we want to see. But obviously, that's today's Yeah, today I, guess, that I guess
2: some, there's some additional information. Like, you can, like, actually make custom marbles. Apparently, there'll be a marble designer in it. Uh, there'll be, like, drama events that happen. So, like, I guess a, fee, a fan getting on the track and stuff like that's like, that's apparently going to happen. They'll have Greg Woods doing commentary. That's which, fun. So, like... So, like it seems like they're gonna like they're gonna try their best to replicate the experience of JMR. I so said so like I really need to see a full blown trailer first. I really need I need to see what this Kickstarter is gonna look like before I can really say if I'm actually excited or not. I'm just more intrigued than anything else. I agree. I'm
1: excited to see where it goes. Um Hey, we we're gonna have to play. We're gonna have to play. We do some live stream Actually I do gaming, of course, on my channel. I will be, when this game comes out, I will be doing Let's Plays of this game on my channel. Ooh. I have not decided, but I think I'm leaning very much this way. I think I'll be posting the formal, and they'll be edited very well. I have an editor who does my gaming stuff. They'll, like, edit videos on this channel, Marvel Sports Worldwide. So you have something to look forward to because I will likely play the game a bunch if it's good. Hmm. I do play G D like full time is my full time gaming job. I don't play any other games really. But if this game is good, I will make time for it. I'll play it a bunch and make let's plays for it. I don't know if I'm gonna post it on both my Marble my G D channel and my Marvel Sports Worldwide channel, or just the one or just the other. I don't know. I do but remember like I
2: like I will be doing for, it. Uh, well, it's several, I think, like, almost, like, like a year and a half ago, uh, I made, like, a MSW Twitch channel, because we were thinking about doing game nights, so we have a Twitch channel for this, if we want to do that, like, we, like, stream it together. If we did Twitch, I don't, I haven't decided, yeah, again, I haven't decided if I would just stream
1: on my bigger GD Twitch channel, if I would just stream on the new, because I have 1,200 followers on my GD Twitch channel, you know what I'm saying? So that's, that would get okay attention. So we'll decide that too, or when we just stream it on YouTube, who knows? But anyway, we'll talk about that. I will guarantee you there will be a way to access Let's Plays of me playing this game. I've been doing Let's Play, I've been doing video game stuff for a while, so it might be. I'm hoping that that will be quality content for you. Um, Just, but you know, hang tight, and it'll be fun. Maybe Waff will be involved in the videos if we can make that happen. Maybe he'll make some of his own videos. Maybe we'll have two different Let's Play types. I don't know. We'll figure it out. (laughs) <laughs> but we have to end with some emails. Two more. Two more people sent in their fantasy picks, thinking that I am going to love them and, and praise them. And seeing that Mellow Yellow was the first pick on this guy's list, he is not going to be praised today. Um, let's read it. Alex is cool sentences in He said, me and my friend made picks for fantasy, but he can't access the Discord, so he did not enter the official. But he still made picks. Um, his picks were Mellow Yellow first. And his explanation was it just feels right. They need their moment. Now, that is a bad pick for first, for
2: times three. Yeah. Like, like they're not a bad team. It's that they're so inconsistent. Like, they're, they're better more as a times one, honestly. I agree with that. I almost, I almost picked them as times one, but as a times three, it's a horrible pick in my
1: opinion. Um, but I love Melo Yellow, as you know. Um, I will restate this once more time because I feel like it always changes very slightly. And then just to be clear, my top three teams, in no order, because I haven't, Ordered them. They're just my top three. Crazy Cat Size, Limers, Mellow Yellow. Four, Number four is Green Ducks. Number five is Gliding Glaciers. All right, so Mellow Yellow's up there. I love Mellow Yellow, but I don't think they're going to win. Rojo Rollers for number two for your two times multiplier. Now that's a worse pick than Mellow Yellow. Um, there's always a surprise team, yes, but for your times two? Hmm. For your
2: times two?
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean. I don't have much to say to that besides, listen, Rojo Quattro got a negative three one year. So, I mean, <laughs>
2: although I there was, know. there was some, there was, like, it was controversial though, right? Like, so. Oh
1: yeah, I was supposed to actually read that excerpt too. I forgot to do that. Um, yeah, you did, didn't you? Oh, you know what? Ugh, crap. We're going to do that at the end of the episode. And I'm going to have you put a timestamp to edit that back into the beginning of the retro- retrospective. Um, because that was supposed to be an explanation from the trivia thing. We'll we'll do that at the end of the show, speeders. Well, I, I guess if you're hearing my voice now talking about this, like you already heard that segment because it was edited back into the, earlier, so this is really weird and surreal for you. But whatever. All right. Um, speeders. They are just so good. I agree. Speeders are so good. They're good. Uh, good. Glad to see them on your team. Green Ducks, and all another team. I. They're a good pick. Hazers a good team. I don't. I don't know why you pick three, four, five speeders, Green Ducks, Hazers like that's like why didn't you put them in your multipliers I don't understand if you would switch yeah. them around if you put speeders times three ducks times two mellow yellow roll hazers I would have said to you that is a damn motherfucking good team that's a strong fantasy team it's not my it wouldn't be my technical choices but it's a good fantasy team I don't know why you put mellow yellow in your, um, in your t- I guess if you're I don't know if you're doing times three because you're not you're not entered into the thing on discord so maybe you didn't know that they do times threes um. So I guess you could change it for yourself since we haven't started yet. Since you can actually lock in those picks, I would say make sure Stratus well, Peters or Green Ducks are your time stream too, because he didn't specify that actually.
2: Well, I guess it's important like, like like Discord like it like they can't get onto Discord yet because Alex is still not a 13, so they can't officially join the fantasy league. So. Right. Yeah, which is unfortunate, but like, like yeah, if you knew about the multipliers, this is a very strange order. Like, like that doesn't make sense, but. It... Yeah. But like, yeah. I, yeah. Like, I like, sp- like like speeders and hate, like like they're just so good. Then why are they third?
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah, know. For sure. Oh, and Akinon in the live chat. Yeah. It's the same thing. Um, if marble game is good, I'll make time for it. If it's not GD is like my full-time game. So, and trust me, it's going to be years before I get to the end of that game. Oh, the levels are so hard. Um, But um, uh, not terrible. Uh, His friend predicted Ducks to win as a Ducks fan. Okay. I can agree this is a good choice. Also because his fave is the Oceanics and they are competing. Well, yeah, Oceanics. (laughs) Um, Finally, I did an overall ranking of each team without the Maze Race. You can send that. Uh, Maze Race is weird. But uh, that's good that you omitted it, I guess. Yeah. Richard Hinkley's picks. We'll end with these and then I'll read the excerpt that will be edited later earlier on mini maniacs times three well i can't hate that pick i don't like it i don't think it's not my personal opinion favorite pick but it's i can't hate it it's they're a good team they they're in. they auto qualified I and mean, you can't hate it hazers raspberry racers or rangers for times one now that's solid i, I yeah, that's pretty good. It's hard to complain in Savage Beaters times two. Actually, this is a really good team. I would have yeah, put a Rangers a... times three and Mini Maniacs times one and said that would have been a little bit better, but that is not a bad team. Um, I will say, so... Hey, Richard, not bad. I will... I don't know if you should have tried to have some sort of... I like Mellow Yellow live chat more than Mini Maniacs. I think Mini Maniacs is a. I don't want to say they're a better team, but they're a better times three pick this year. They are a better times three pick this year. I don't like the Mini Maniacs. I've said that a million times and a million and one. But I, I mean, I can't lie. They are better times three pick than the M- Mellow Yellow this year, absolutely. But I don't know. Um, you should, I don't know. You didn't have a dark horse pick. You went with all top teams. So I think that's where your one weakness in your team, Richard, you should always have a dark horse wildcard pick because usually there always is a rookie or an unexpected team that will have a, uh, a top seven year. Um, so, and there's usually always a good team that's like seen as consistently good that will have a bottom seven year. So, um, Playing those odds is why you should always have one dark horse rookie pick. But overall, your team is going to do very well this year. You're probably going to finish in the top 50 at least. Um, with that being said, uh, that's going to do it for the episode. Um, we're going to end the episode and then record that segment that you already heard. <laughs> um, but uh, why well, yes, I ain't going to like this uh anything oh yeah they, they, they it's not hard to edit this what <clears throat> i didn't compliment them i can i don't like them i don't like the mini maniac sorry live chat sucking me back in i just can't i when we talk about fantasy i have to have a serious seriously my mind has to be seriously oriented to be focused on who's going to get the most points and i can't lie I can't be, I can't misrese- misrepresent their probability. Yes, I think they're not going to be good this year either. I don't think they're going to be good. I don't think they're going to be a top five team this year. But they still have a higher probability of being a top top, top five team than Mellow Yellow does. Your sleeper pick is Indigo Stars as well. Well, Nando mm, Stars, man, I think they're going to be even worse than Minimaniacs. Waff. Well, anyway, sorry. Finish up. <laughs>
2: yeah. Uh, I I mean I didn't start saying anything. I don't know. You didn't interrupt me. I don't know what <laughs> which. Sorry. I just
1: I always think I cause I'm always pulled back into some rant. Um, well, that's going to uh... do it uh, for the episode. So I hope you enjoyed. And well, next week. Things are going to get busy as we have we're gonna have many things to talk about Marble League related. So we'll see you then and i uh, will enjoy the last few days before Marble League begins.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Alright then. Roll on, Marble Sports fans.